Welcome to 1001 Good Nights, a podcast about the stories behind bedtime stories. Follow along with two new dads, one a psychologist and one a book editor, as they explore the nighttime ritual of their foreseeable future. Hey, Ben. Hey, Nick. Uh, what do you want to say about Walter the Baker? What don't I want to say about Walter the Baker? I'm just, uh, we Wignalls are big fans of Eric Carle's Walter the Baker. A little known, or I feel like a relatively little known Eric Carle book. You know, everybody knows about the Very Hungry Caterpillar and Brown Bear, Brown Bear. And um, even the, uh, what's the Christmas one? The Santa Claus snow one? Uh, obviously, they don't know it well enough. But yeah, no, 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 no it's like uh, something like Santa Snow or something. Yeah, uh, or Dream Snow. Dream, Dream Snow. snow. Dream yeah, obviously, we're children's know. books. Yeah, one of his most well-known books. <laughs> um, but this one, I really feel, I've never met anyone else who has heard of this one. Everyone's always surprised that Eric Carle did a book that is, it's a little more um, textually substantive, maybe. <laughs> like, there's just more to, like, a little bit more to the plot and the text um, than most Eric Carle books. Is that fair? Yeah, I think, I, think that's um, um, I mean... There's, there's like not that that's a super high bar no no well a, it, it's like i mean it's it's you know it's less like this is the life cycle of a of a caterpillar and yeah more like here's like a fairy tale told by there, eric carl so characters and dialogue and you know a, a decent plot and that kind of stuff um, it's, dream, it's dream snow it's dream snow by the way <laughs> just, no, okay, just, <laughs> we're gonna get some angry eric carl fans that's right yeah ready and yeah so the gist of it is there's a <clears throat> There's this nice kind of quaint looking, um, I'd say maybe medieval town, um, yeah. kind of castle walls. Yeah, walled town. And Walter the baker is the kind of town um, baker. And you see him baking and he's everybody loves he and his wife's um, baking shop. And every day they bake a bunch of bread and rolls, sweet rolls. And their son brings the rolls to the palace. And the Duke and the Duchess just love Walter's sweet rolls. But then one day, Walter is, uh, well, he's baking and the cat is chasing a mouse and tips over the can of milk. So he doesn't have any milk to make his sweet rolls with. So he just kind of, I guess, cheats and uses water. And that day, the the, the Duke and the Duchess are outraged um, because the, the rolls apparently taste nasty without milk. And Walter is banished. The Duke decides to banish him for his dreadful okay. rolls. And then... So- so did this, this is, I mean, this is a great book. My, my kids love it. I'm just gonna, we haven't even got to the end yet, but I'm just saying these, like this particular part of the book where Walter just like hopes that the, the, the Duke doesn't notice. And then the Duke banishes Walter. Does this, I feel like the, 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 there was some loss of credibility. And I know that it's like a whimsical, like children's fairy story, but I was like, if you're a baker, have you, do you not know? I mean, I'm not a baker, but I know like just from, uh, and not even having to watch the great British bake off. I just know that like, if you swap out like a pretty important ingredient, it's going to change the way it tastes. And it's not like, Oh, we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. <laughs> and then I also, take, you know, and then me, also the, 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 like, Oh yeah, I, I mixed up the ingredients. Uh, you're not in danger of being poisoned. I know that you're displeased. I mean, and you know, obviously royalty or, you know, the aristocrats are famously temperamental and they, you know, that I'm sure, you know, worse has been done for less, but I don't know. He's a, he's a beloved figure, you know, so, <laughs> Right, and it's not just so. First of all, the king says, "I must banish you," as if as if it's like the yeah, law of the land. Of his, that, like, now, <laughs> you know, I, I will say, like in the Duke's defense, like that's like a common, uh, like uh, yeah, I wish I could do differently. You know, people pretending that they don't have the power, 
to do something different. Like, oh yeah, it's just, you know, if I don't make an example of you with, you know, the next, it's going to be the cobbler's going to like, you know, not getting the stitching right on my shoes. So what, but here's, uh, the ki- here's the kicker. The very next line is the Duke remembers how delicious Walter's good sweet rolls are. And he says, well, Walter, you may stay. And then he- here's the other like kind of capricious, <laughs> just insane part of this. He says, you can stay if you invent a roll through which the rising sun can shine three times. And to make it more difficult, it has to be made of one piece of dough. And most of all, it must taste good. Like, yeah. talk about a capricious and arbitrary. Well, see, here, arbitrary. And here's, well, here's the thing. is This is kind of, uh, uh, it feels like it's almost a mixing of fairy tale tropes. So a lot of times, yes. m- m- maybe there's like a, I don't know, like a young peasant who's coming for the king's daughter. And the, 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 and the, the king gives, you know, this like would-be suitor impossible tasks because he doesn't really want him he doesn't really want him to win you know the hand of the king uh, uh, the hand of the princess or he's trying to really like this guy's really got to show his metal and so he's got to show right. me that he can do tasks that you know nobody else can and um and usually the the suitor's able to do that because you know he's like made some like animal friends along the way or, or some something like that you know <laughs> so but in this one the duke actually does want walter to stay so why is he making such a hard task for walter to complete like, why doesn't he just say, does he not want to lose face? Like, well, I can't change, I, I, I can't change my edict once it's gone out or I'll, I'll look bad. So, and, and I can't seem like I'm being, giving him like a, just like an easy, like gimme task. I've got to really, you know, I've got to give him something really hard so that people will know that he really had to fight to get back into my good graces. Is that, right? right. am I, am I really I, overthinking Walter the Baker? Is that, is that, what's, is no, that what's going I, on? <laughs> I am just baffled by, I'm baffled by this every time I read it. I, okay, here's my theory on it. This is this is just the Eric Carl equivalent of uh, telling a story, right? If you think about the Eric Carl's best known for his illustrations, which are super vibrant, but they're kind of like pastiche, right? They're like lots of different pieces, and they're they're kind of intense. And we can talk more about the visuals in this book, but they're all these like I mean, he ha- he has you know why why in you know brown bear or whatever? Why is the walrus like purple? Well, I don't right. know why. Why is the blue? Why is the horse blue? Like I don't know. He just does like. Kind yeah, of it's, these, it's, like, it's more of like a, like a like a gallery almost. You know, yeah. like, a, like so, sort of a progressive guy. There's still like there's often a timeline. You know, like with the whatever the, the very busy spider. You go through all the different animals, and then and there's like a but it, but it's not the same thing as like your your typical plot. Right, but his clearly Eric Carl's jam is sort of mashups, you, and usually visually. But I think now that in this story like he's kind of doing that as you say like with fairy tales he's just like put like kind of cutting and pasting elements oh, of fairy tales yeah right and the fact that they don't make tons of logical sense maybe that's kind of like saying like a horse being blue doesn't make a whole lot of yeah well, it was not <laughs> it was not necessarily important because it's about sort of like the, the, the it's staging it's not you know uh like it's not I, i'm I'm mistaking like some of the staging for some of like important like plot points I need to obsess over, which is just like my English major showing maybe, or, <laughs> right. or maybe yeah, or, I don't know, but, or, or maybe like there's more like wrong in... here. Maybe also we're not uh, familiar enough with all... Eric Carl did just like a cussload of books, and we couldn't even remember the name of Dream Snow, so <laughs> we don't know enough about what else he does. To, to or really you know, authorities. medieval politics and sociology. You know, we could be very much missing something. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm kind of at sea there too. You know, so. <laughs> But I don't, you know, the, I do, I do think if you think about it, like a lot of traditional fairy tales or myths have really like kind of wacky, arbitrary stuff. Like you think about, I was just reading um, some Greek myths with my oldest and like the labors of Hercules, like why are there whatever, are there nine or 10? And they're they're like 
really from like cleaning out stables to killing hydras and you know they're just they're, there's no like logic to why those specific things are the tasks that that must be overcome um so i think may, maybe that's sort of just in the spirit of the genre that it's a little illogical yeah i mean obviously there's a lot of like weird stuff that just happens in fairy tales and you just you're like oh that's that's odd but i guess that's the way it is you know why is the witch trying to eat these children? <laughs> I don't know well, but that's okay. But, but that's kind of interesting because there, as far as I can tell, like there's nothing magical in this story, right? There's nothing. Well, we haven't. Okay, we have I haven't let you finish the story, so maybe I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let you do that. I know, Am I, know I missing? Are, maybe I'm missing people, something. <laughs> people are people are just waiting in suspense. So Walter goes back to his bakery um, after on threat of banishment. He's got one more chance to uh, to create this weird invention. Um, and he basically spends all night trying all sorts of stuff. And then his, his last piece of dough, um, he's on his last piece of dough and in a fit, he just can't do it. It's hopeless. And in a fit of anger, he flings it against the ceiling and he just says, stay there, you know, and then it falls and sort of twists itself as it falls and plops down into a pail of water. Um, and his son and wife go like, Hey dad, maybe you got something here. So they pull the thing, and obviously, like this is how you make pretzels, right? You like kind of wrap dough in this weird, twisty shape. You you dunk it in water, and then you bake it. And so the the wife like to say, have you have you made a pretzel? Have you ever? Yes, okay, we do make okay. pretzels. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So this fits. This this. Okay. Fits. I was like, uh, who knows where pretzels Sound come from? Baking, you know, just... uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, like, turns out that the son and the wife kind of like see something that he doesn't see. They pull it out, and it's this thing that is a, uh, you know, a baked good that the sun can shine through in three different ways or whatever. Um, and he brings it to, to the, uh, <laughs> to the Duke. And <laughs> the funny part about, um, how it gets his name, that the Duke's saying, what is this? And Walter's super nervous, you know, cause yeah. uh, you know, understandably he's about to get banished. Um, or not, yeah, this is, I mean, this is, certainly nothing that I've ever made would ever keep me from being banished. You know, that I've ever, no food that I've ever prepared has would, it would be sufficient. To, it might get you banished, but it's not going to prevent yeah, that's you. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I wouldn't even show up. I'm like, yeah, I'm gone. So, right. <laughs> so the Duke, the, the, he brings it in. The Duke and the Duchess, they love it. And the Duke says, well, what is this, Walter? What do you call it? And Walter's just so nervous. He just stammers kind of, um, what was that? Pre, 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 and he's kind of stammering. And the Duke says, what did you say there? Pre, pre, pretzel, said the Duke. <laughs> And so that's how we get the name pretzel, according to the story. Um, so Walter, you know, is victorious and starts making lots of pretzels and giving them out to the, uh, the village and the people and all as well. Um, so that's that's kind of how the story goes. Um, well, can, can I ask you a, a dumb question as, you know, somebody that's not a pretzel expert asking a pretzel expert? <laughs> is there something about the pretzel that I missed like the, that fulfills sort of the the request of the Duke and a like, could he not have just like poked three holes in a cookie or, or like a like a bun or something? Or does it have to be the way that the pretzel is twisted? Is there? I think according to the Duke's, um, the the sun has to shine. I, I don't like. I don't well, really. He says he says it's a roll. So I think that's like the key is that it's one piece. Oh, I see. You can't so, like create like multiple pieces. So like the, the, um, the, the twisting of the pretzel and, and it still being one piece is is. Yes, I think that's I think that's pretty key. Uh, that's my reading yeah. of okay. it anyway. <laughs> um, but it's so that that's kind of an interesting little tension in here, right? Is that it's uh it's he's he's playing with all these kind of stereotypical sort of fairy tale mythic elements, but again as far as i can tell there isn't really any magic like it's very there's no magic there's no um 
divine intervention, it's it's pretty ordinary. Right? But it has, but it has the same kind of. I mean, it's an origin story. So just like, why does the volcano, you know, erupt? It's like, well, because there's, you know, it's lying on the the you know the, the carcass of a titan, and there's like cyclops hammering away below, where that's where you know the god of the fire lives, or you know something, something like that, and that it gives like a magical explanation for you know, kind of a common, a kind of mysterious, you know, where, where did this, where did this come from? But in this case, it's just like throwing a piece of dough against the ceiling, you know? <laughs> well, it gives it a dramatic story. It, that's right. Right. Even if it's that's not right. magical, it gives and it the, and, and there's And there's lots of, and there's, there's lots of other, like, there's a whole like genre of that, I guess, where it's like origin stories that are, you know, I say that as if I can remember a single one of them, <laughs> like, you know, like, and that's why we always, you know, whistle when the train arrives or, you know, that's, or, you know, that's how the, the leper got its spots or something, something like that. Right. Maybe the right. leopard thing was magical. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, how do, now this is, what's interesting about this book for me is this is, I'm sure like either as a kid or like when I used to babysit or something, I'm sure I came across other Eric Carl books. Like I'm sure I knew about the very hungry caterpillar and these other ones, but this was the first, this was one of the first children's books we ever had. Like when my, before my first daughter was even born, someone gave us this book. And it and we had this before any other Eric Carl book. Um, so in my mind, this is this still is, like kind of the definitive Eric. You know, Carl that's 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 story. funny because sometimes you when we, even when you suggested we do this, you kind of like and then of course Walter the Baker, like as if uh, we, we did this for we were talking about kind of bo- books that don't drive you crazy, like Walter the Baker, like what's what is Walter? Like well, that's obviously like the, you know, the the classic Carl, you know, that's like right, well. <laughs> and everyone else is like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is a strange. Eric Carl book to have as your your sort of like prototypical Eric Carl book. Well, let's right? let's talk. Well, let's talk about that though. As, as your introduction, so I think um, you know I'm blown away by Eric. Like one one of my uh, our all time favorite. I mean, this this past Halloween, our daughter went as like the the artist from the 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 artist who drew a blue horse like book. So obviously, you know, got a lot of love for Eric Carl. <laughs> but uh, this one, I feel like in some ways, like I'm not as like he has such good illustrations um, and his like style is so distinctive and I'm not as impressed with the way that he does humans as I am with like the way that he does caterpillars or even like the texture of like leaves or the moon though he manages to sneak like a classic Eric Carl son I think in that window so he still right. gets to do some of his I mean it's still really cool and like my kids still really liked it and if, if this was the only Eric Carl book I knew I'd say this is well what, like a you know unique style but I feel like visually comparing this to like the, you know, the very hungry caterpillar, I'm, I'm not, I'm not as blown away, but what do you think? Does it not seem that way? Cause you, cause you came to it first or. Yeah. I mean, that's probably a pretty big um, confounding factor in there. My, my take on the illustration. I mean, I agree. I think it's, it's not, a, the illustrations are not as magical as um, some of the other ones, like the, especially the kind of brown bear, brown bear, like the animal ones where there's like just right. like one animal on a, a white background. Yeah. And my, my read on that is because, in these illustrations are there most of them are pretty complex like there's lots yeah. of people there's multiple people there's background stuff going on and it's given his style it's just too busy there's just like too much yeah happening. maybe that's what it is like there's like a whole bunch of figures yeah and his it, style and, 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 works like his, sty- his style works when there's like a single yeah there's like a the you know the, the strawberry or the, the caterpillar and you're like wow that that looks like a caterpillar but it looks like no caterpillar that i've ever seen but also it is very much a caterpillar and you don't, when you're just doing lots of like human figures, you know, holding bacon implements or pikes or something like that, it's, it's, it just, there's just a lot of kind of visual noise like happening. 
Right. And in this book, there are a couple that I like, though. Like the way I, you could kind of break up, you categorize the pictures in this book into three sort of categories by how maybe zoomed in they are. So there, yeah. there's, there, there's a lot of scenes that are kind of this like mid range where you see like Walter in his shop, he's like pouring milk into a barrel. There's a cat in the foreground. You see his kind of like workshop in the background, or you see like a few people like all having a conversation. Those are the ones that um, really don't work to me. Um, but there are a couple really wide shots like of the village where it's like just the village. Yeah. Um, and I kind of like that with like the pure white background. And then a few of the, a couple times he like zooms in just on their face, like one on Walter's face and one on the Duke's face, I think. And I yeah. do kind of like those. Um, I don't, I don't think they're as powerful as the, a lot of his other kind of animal books. Um, but yeah, to me, it's something about when you do a style that's so heavy on color and texture, you just can't have too much form. Maybe like you can't have too much stuff going on when those yeah. are so intense. Those elements are so intense. Um, so I don't know, maybe that's why, but that, I definitely that, agree with you. That being said, I would love to see this as like a staged play and maybe it is, oh. you know, somewhere. but like, I mean, and, and, I, and I would not wish this on any costume designer, but <laughs> I would, but like, I think it gets like the costumes are all, you know, it's, it's the, Joseph the, and the technical dream coat and everybody's wearing technical. That's coats. right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Joseph and, it's like Joseph and his brothers in their technicolor. Dream right. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a great idea. I love. I love that. Like, oh yeah, like a, a state. This would be perfect for a stage play. Hmm, it's probably. Okay. I'm sure. That, I'm sure there's like been like a long running production of it, like somewhere in my <laughs> neighborhood storefront theater. I just. I just yes, given how much we know about Eric Carle. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of lot of angry letters from just like uh, uh, Carl obsessed playwrights like <laughs> worked out there for years. Yeah. So anyway, this is. Um, I you know I I enjoy it. It's one of those books that like I can. It's got that quality where I, I can read it pretty routinely and I still, I enjoy it. My kids, it's never been like the star. It's never been a book that like, this is all they want to read for a month, but it, it consistently gets brought out at bedtime, like at least a few times a month. Um, yeah. Walter the Baker comes well, that's, out. That's, so. that, that's, that's a high standard. Um, that is, you yeah. Know. So I think that's, uh, that's about it. Anything else you want to, you want to add? No. Uh, but just like, have you, uh, when, when, when you make pretzels, like, do 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 you do you ever think like, oh, I've got to make sure like I don't, like, <laughs> I don't mix up the ingredients or get get the, get the stuff wrong? Because that first Walter's batch I'm bringing to the Duke. Thing, that's right. Standards. <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, check out our other content at 1001goodnights.com, and help us out with a rating on your podcast platform of choice.